Hey, 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 travelpreneurs, how are you? Nicole here, I hope you're doing well. So uh, I recently returned from a trip to Mexico, uh, stayed in Tulum, had a wonderful, uh, we're calling it a workcation, <laughs> even though uh, there was quite a bit of leisure time, there was also a lot more uh, work time, which is which is good. Uh, that is what I went there for. It was an opportunity to collaborate on um, some projects that I have coming up, as well as some collaborative projects I have coming up. And it was great just to just to get on a plane and go somewhere. I know um, there are different opinions right now on whether people should be traveling or not traveling or staying put. And those, you know, all opinions are completely valid. And regardless of which side of the fence uh, you sit on, what I do want to say is that going through the airports, arriving at the destination, um, one thing that has been reaffirmed with me is that travel is not dead. Folks, the airports are busy. Um, and you know, whether people are traveling because they're just, they just want to go because they just, they haven't done it in a while, or maybe they, they're traveling for specific reasons, um, that they, that maybe they, you know, weren't able to help. They had to do it. I'm not sure what, you know, obviously what their situations are, but my whole point is that travel is not dead and travel is starting to pick up. And, you know, I've been talking a lot about, you know, getting ready and, and staying ready and, uh, making sure that you are in a prime position with your email marketing, your social media marketing, your general marketing, so that when travel does fully open up, you are absolutely ready. Um, I know that it has been a hard hit industry. You know, I know that you know that uh, over the past several months, but you will continue to be a very important part of the travel experience and. I just, you know, with my whole hearts of hearts, just know that you will make a full comeback. And But I want you to be ready. I want you to be ready so that you are out the gates. You are up and at them um, when that time does come. All right. So with that being said, uh, you know, traveling over the past uh, several days or, or traveling again <laughs> over the past several days reminded me of how much I love traveling and creating content. And I know sometimes when we talk about creating content or we're going to get into talking about storytelling and authenticity in this episode of the Hey Travelpreneur podcast, I know sometimes when we talk about that, it sometimes sounds so general, right? So, you know, Here's the thing about uh, traveling and stories, storytelling and selling, right? Uh, a lot of times when we think about marketing, we think about selling. When in truth and in fact, sometimes that's overwhelming. And a lot of the times all we have to do when we are quote unquote selling is to be more helping and storytelling. If we take the focus away from selling, 
and focus more on telling our stories, our client stories, the traveling story, the destination story, then the selling part kind of kind of take takes care of itself, right? And that was reaffirmed to me while traveling and creating content, whether it is content that was live, content that I immediately shared, whether it was through email or social media, or content that I saved for later. It reminded me how how easy it can be to create content and share my stories and store and the stories of others, which is why I am so excited to be talking with Rachel Leslie. Rachel uh, is a copywriter and marketer who has written and worked for brands such as Nike, uh, Google Trips, Travel Oregon. I actually met uh Rachel on Instagram, which by the way, is for is starting to be, you know, a place where a lot of people are meeting these days. Um, I've been following Rachel for a while, we've been engaging for a while. And then uh, at some point during our online uh, relationship, uh, we were uh, direct messaging, direct messaging each other. And so I invited Rachel on uh, to do this podcast with me. We also recently had a live training in uh, my audience growth and marketing Facebook group. If you're not a part of that group, I will drop the link in the show notes for you. Go check it out. That training was, it was lit. It was on fire. It was so, 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 so good. So when you get a chance, uh, go ahead and uh, check that out. And please let me know your thoughts. All right, so without further ado, let's talk about the importance of brand storytelling, your own storytelling, your client storytelling, the traveler storytelling, and how to use that in your email marketing and social media marketing with copywriter and marketer, Rachel Leslie. Let's get this party started. Welcome to the Hey Travelpreneur podcast, your go-to for real-world travel marketing tips and strategies to help you create the thriving travel business you've dreamed of. And now your host, Nicole Barrett. Hey, Rachel, how are you? Doing good. Glad it's Friday. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad it's Friday. So happy. It is like one of those weekends where I have, I, I only have one call on the books, like that type of weekend, but it's a quick casual call. I could probably take it in my PJs, you know? <laughs> Love that. Yes. Love that. So, but those are the weekends that I feel more inspired to do things. And I try not to work on the weekend, but I'm heading into a very busy season. So I'm happy for the light inspired weekend. How about you? Yeah, same, same. I, I try not to work on the weekends, but if I feel like that those creative juices flowing and I definitely try to put pen to paper or start to, you know, get some ideas down. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Love it. Okay. Awesome. So why don't you tell the people a little bit about you, Rachel? Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, to give you a little snapshot about me, um, I own a copywriting and storytelling studio that works with different brands and entrepreneurs across travel and health and wellness and um, just entrepreneurial like marketers in general to really help them share their offerings and services through copywriting and storytelling. So that prior to that, you know, that it's taken me like 10 years of industry experience in marketing and PR and writing for different brands like Nike and 
living in Asia, you know, working for Google Trips and also, you know, writing a lot of travel guides, just really obsessing over storytelling and obviously travel is a big thing for me. I Um, get that. And I've, I've listened to and read your story about traveling through Asia and you lived in Vietnam at one point. What was that like? But first, let's stick a pin for a quick word from our sponsors. It was very eye-opening. It was absolutely amazing. I think like, um, yeah, every every day was a challenge in different ways, whether it was, you know, going to the grocery store, learning how to drive a motorbike and navigate 8 million other motorbikes in Ho Chi Minh City traffic. Um, But it was also life-changing, you know, just being able to learn about different culture and meet meet other people and travel around Southeast Asia and beyond has really just been, you know, something I, could, I would never trade, you know. Right, right. Yeah. I remember uh, listening in or watching a live that you did. I forget who it was with and you were talking about. It may have been your story or her story. I'm not sure. It was a really good live. Uh, and you talked about your time in Vietnam and getting ready to cross the street and looking in the wrong direction. Was that you? That was me. <laughs> yep. That was, yeah, one encounter where I was truly humbled by uh, an experience that could be, that we take for granted, just crossing right. the street. And yeah, I I was trying to cross with all these motorbikes, you know, this wave of motorbikes coming. And I tried to do it like the local way where you just slowly start to cross and the motorbikes kind of weave around you. And I couldn't do it. I started crying. You know, I was totally, you know, shocked. Like I I was, it was very humbling. You know, I think we can all say like travel can be humbling and put you in your place. And um, yeah, so that was also turns it into storytellers, which, which is important because that's what we're talking about today. And it shows you the power of the one story right? It shows you the power of a story. And you told that story, it must have been months ago, right? Uh, Now, I'm sure you probably told it many times or several times, but I heard this months ago. And that story sat with me. And I Mm -hmm. bet you didn't even know that. No, exactly. So it shows you the power of storytelling and using storytelling in travel. Because if I ever go to Vietnam and I need some tips on crossing the street, I know who I'm going to send a DM Mm -hmm. to, right? Because it sat with me. And that is what we're going to be talking about today is how to use stories or the power of storytelling in your email marketing and in your social media marketing. And uh, Rachel, tell me, uh, why is copywriting important or why should people in travel, travel agents, travel pros pay attention to copywriting? And But first, if you could make it as simple as possible and tell us what is copywriting and what does that mean to the travel agent? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I tell people that I was a copywriter at Nike, they thought, oh, is that like legal copyright? Um, and that can be a common misconception with that word copywriting and writing. Um, but essentially it's, you know, writing words and language for your business. So um, all the words that you, and there can be a com- not a confusion, but people can also think that as like content writing, mm-hmm. you know, we create content for social media and blog posts and that can also be considered like content writing. Um, But in terms of like copywriting, you know, it's really like 
the words, the language, the sentences that you use to describe your business. So um, a lot of us have like abouts or we have like elevator pitches, you know, what type of words and um, phrases are you using to really uh, share more about why you do what you do. So as a copywriter, I look at all the types of messaging that you're using in your business to communicate your offerings and services so that it appeals to your target audience. So it's more than just throwing words at a piece of paper. It's really looking at, um, you know, what your audience likes and dislikes, um, what are their interests uh, in terms of what they're looking for in the travel industry, and how are you communicating your services to appeal to their likes and dislikes and, you know, their, what they're looking for. Right. Um, so it, it can sound a little more com complex than just like writing, um, right. but it's, it's like intentional writing, I guess, is what you could say. It's intentional writing, and the idea is to form connection, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I know you and I have talked a little bit about the elements of a good story. So, um, you know, let's get into that a little bit because there's a there's a saying that you know uh, facts tell, but stories sell. Right. And there are a lot of people are afraid of selling when they think of marketing or selling. Sometimes they and I do sometimes so like, oh, you cringe on the inside, like, oh, I don't know how to sell. I don't know how to bring the attention back to me. But if we, if we start to think of selling as storytelling, the story can sell itself. So if someone mm -hmm. needs a, a blueprint or a guideline for that, what are the elements of a good story? What are we trying to do by telling a good story? Yeah, so... I like to refer people back to the hero's journey that we see in movies and books and, you know, just in other everyday marketing that we might not really pinpoint is actually happening. Yeah. Um, but it's identifying, you know, the main character of your, of your story, which is your, your customer, um, identifying their problem, um, also identifying the solution, you know, how you're going to help them solve that problem, and then helping them visualize what success looks like on the other end. Um, you don't have to include a call to action or you don't have to tell them to to book a call now or buy, you know, an experience now. Um, the idea is that they'll feel connected and inspired in your story enough that they'll want to learn more about what you do or they'll start following you or just taking action to continuously to engage with you. Yes, I love that. And action doesn't necessarily mean a monetary transaction. Correct. Because if we start to pay attention a little bit more to the journey and the experiences before the monetary transaction, the monetary transaction becomes even more um, predictable, right? So when we're paying attention to the journey, uh, we're talking about making that initial connection, uh, building that know, like, and trust factor. And so let's talk about uh, the five points that I'm looking at on, your, on, on our screen. Viewer, listeners can't see it, but let's talk about uh, connection, trust, education, inspiring, and the action. Mm -hmm. So these are different elements how stories, in terms of how storytelling can really help your business. Mm -hmm. um, we all love a good story. I mean, I think as we talk to friends and family, we're telling them about something that happened, you know, on the daily, whether we, we realize it or not, because that's what we love as people. Um, yeah, can you believe what happened to me today? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, exactly. And the same thing goes for your business. You know, this kind of helps your audience see what's behind the logo, you know, how you're staying inspired as a founder. What, what other experiences are you adding to your roster of, of, um, of services and why, you know, why do you specialize in a specific type of of booking experiences, you know, did something happen to you to, to make you want to work in this space in the first place? Um, you know, that helps break down that wall between your brand and a personal brand. Mm -hmm. Um, it also helps, you know, build that trust with your audience as they continue to follow you and get to know you, they're going to start to, um, remember your stories like Nicole was saying, like you were saying before, Nicole. Um, and also just, just become more, um, like stay along for the ride, I guess is what I'm I'm saying. You know, um, if you're just sharing facts and figures, people are going to drop off. They're not going to want to follow you and and stick around. Mm -hmm. Um, so storytelling can really help continue, continuously build that inspiration. And then in terms of educating our, our customers, stories can help, um, kind of simplify complex topics. So we talked about, booking experiences can become a little nitty gritty details and um, we might lose our audience if we're telling them step by step on how something's going to work. We want to keep people excited along. I mean, we're booking beautiful destinations, right? Mm-hmm. We are talking about um, travel, something that is exciting. Like we want to keep people engaged along the journey and not get too caught up in all the technical stuff too. Yes. So if it's like, Reducing that down to a three-step process, that's really, that's really interesting and exciting, like utilizing that versus saying, it's a 10-step process, we start here, we go here, and then this happens, and then you fly. You know, right. like, that's not very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, stories can also help inspire your audience. So sharing local stories, um, tapping into secret spots that are recommended by locals or by, you know, specific vendors that you work with. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of this, like we said, can hopefully inspire action. So not, not necessarily booking something just yet, but maybe following along to stick around, um, subscribing to your email or even commenting on a social media post. Especially in a time like this where it's, where it's, that's, you know, the two areas, the attract and the engage areas are basically what we should be putting a lot of our energy into and if it leads to the conversion stage great but we need to pad the end right now the attract and the engage end so that when the travel does open up we are taking off with the conversion end of it okay awesome so you you know you've mentioned a couple travel brands that do local stories very well and i think Let's focus on that a little bit now. Uh, You mentioned Away, and we've talked a little bit about Airbnb, two companies that tell really good local stories. They both have magazines uh, where they share local stories. And, you know, a a travel agent listened to this, but like, well, Airbnb, Nicole, that doesn't really fall into it. But, you know, we can learn from our competitors, right? Mm -hmm. We can learn from the people who who are in our spaces. And I, you know, Airbnb is great because I, I think I may have mentioned this, that Airbnb is one of the magazines, travel magazines that I read regularly because their local stories are fantastic. And I travel for local stories. I travel for that connection. And there are people in your audiences, on your email list, following you on social media, travel agents who want that local connection. I'm not one to 
go to a hotel and lay on the beach for seven days or go to the spa for seven days, even though I want to, right? <laughs> but I want to... One day. Yeah. I know, one day. But, I, but, you know, after I've done that for seven days, I want to yeah. go out and see some local culture. Mm-hmm. I want to go out and see some local color because that's what's going to allow me to connect with people. Because if all I wanted to do was go to the spa, I could find a really good spa here in New England, mm-hmm. right? I could, I could do that. I don't need to go to Italy or to Jamaica for that. But mm-hmm. I, so I want to see some local color when I get to Italy. I want to see some local color when I get to uh, Jamaica. And those two brands do that very well. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're great examples of just tapping into those local stories like you were saying. I think a lot of us are starting to be more intentional about how we travel. Um, you know, whether that's learning more about the history and culture of a place or um, eating the local food. We don't necessarily want to go to the the restaurant that's at the resort. We might want to venture further afield um, with a local's recommendation, right? Like uh, that sounds way more appealing to me than eating at like the buffet at the resort every night. Yeah. So, um, tapping into the locals that you work with, whether it's different vendors or even, you know, um, you went there and you met someone or you ate at that restaurant and you got to know the owner. Like how can you utilize their knowledge and experience of that place to leverage how you can help your audience get there or your customer get there? So I, you know, and and sometimes I'm guilty of this too, and, and I'm not selling travel. So you know, I, I, I think I can be guilty of this, but those of you who, but who are selling travel, when you travel, if you start to think about it, that you're traveling for business, the experiences that you come across are not your own. It should not be your own. It should not be yours to keep. The stories that you come across are not for your travel journal. They can be, but you should also find a way to share this with the world. It is not for you to collect and, you know, put it with your collection of shot glasses, you know, (laughs) collect travel stories, but unlike your shot glasses, you share them, collect travel stories, but unlike, you know, your travel mugs, you share them with the people who, the stories belong to, who needs to hear it the most. So if you come across, like Rachel said, um, you know, uh, for example, the, you know, the restaurant owner is fantastic. That's a great example. So you're sitting at this local restaurant, you've had a great meal. The owner comes and asks you if everything is okay. The owner may be the one who served you, right? Mm-hmm. Strike up a conversation. And if they start to tell you about their family, their kids, where they're from, the things they like to do, you formed a mutual connection over, I don't know, your love of red hats. I don't care, right? Your love of brandy. I don't care. Your love of something, your love of a singer, an artist. If you form some mutual connection, save this story, share this story with the people who are following you. It is not for you to keep. It is for you to share. Do you agree with that? I agree. And I also think like as travel experts, like you said, it's your duty to share about these places and experiences, you know, get, get these local, help these local economies, you know, whether that's just like through a social media post or just talking about your experience with this owner. Um, I think it's, it's our duties to, to like share their stories with the world. Like you were saying, you know, get their voices heard because they might not even be on social media. You know, they might 
might be so remote and right. such a family business that that's that's what makes them so cool um right. you know that, but that is what makes them so cool and you're not necessarily saying you're probably you're not telling your audience to go find this person at this restaurant or go eat at this restaurant that's mm-hmm. not what you're doing what you're doing is you are establishing connection and you are inspiring people to form their own local connections and you're inspiring people to reach out to you because you can recreate their version of local connections as well. Yeah. Right. You are the one you're in a prime position to help them recreate something that's, that's specific to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, love, 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 love this, Rachel. So um, what other thoughts do you have on how to use uh, storytelling in basic everyday copy? Yeah, yeah. So um, coming from journalism background, I've always been taught like to create hooks that can draw your audience in. So in terms of your copy and your emails, For your emails, you can do this in your your subject line. That's a great way to hook your your reader to even just to get them to open your email. So can you play around with your copy and like ask fun questions or say like, you know, say a a bold statement that just they have to open the email. So for example, you can say like, um, the moment we landed in Hawaii, this happened. You you know, and that just gets to them to want to open it. Or you can ask them a question like, um, would you ever travel to this place? Yeah. And like, they have to open it. Um, another tip. Or to- I just got back from Hawaii and you like, or I can't believe this happened or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Just something that'll entice them. I'd also encourage them to use that preview text in our email. So um, under the subject line in our inboxes, there's that little grayed out text as well. So utilizing that. Um, so for example, if you say, I just got back from Hawaii and this, I couldn't believe this happened in the preview text. You can add something else. Like I'm sharing the good, the bad and the ugly, you know, just something that can like uh, level, level up that subject line and draw them in even more. Um, that's a fun way to play around with your copy and that's just short and simple, really easy. Um, and you can do the same thing with your social media posts. So I like to play around with kind of those taglines or hooks as the first sentence that I write in a post. So same, same thing. You can, you can use like that Hawaii example. Like I just got back from Hawaii and I couldn't believe this happened. And that's just the first sentence. And then they have to click on the post to read it or scroll down to read more where you go into more detail. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's a great way to, to get people to engage with your post um, to not only read it, but hopefully like it, hopefully comment. Um, to foster that engagement with your post, I always encourage clients to either ask a question at the end of a post. Again, you don't need to sell. You can just genuinely ask people like, would, would you, have you ever had this experience in Hawaii? Like, I'd love to hear. Or have you ever been to Hawaii? Comment mm-hmm. below. Um, or like this post if, you, if, you, if you're feeling all the feels. You know, just like, just having fun with it. Just asking them to oh, engage. Yeah. 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 And for, th- for those of us, you know, who are um, afraid to show a little bit more of ourselves online, whether it's an email or uh, on Instagram or Facebook or wherever, clearly I don't have that problem. 
that is super clear. Um, clearly, you don't have that problem at all because, you know, I follow you on Instagram and that is where we started following each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I, 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 your stories and your posts are beautiful. There's so much great connection in all of them. And um, I'm digressing a little bit, but, you know, especially that trip you did several weeks ago through, you know, Oregon and you're up in the mountains and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so awesome. It was, it was, it was liberating. It was raw. It was authentically you. And I got to see a glimpse into the type of traveler that you are. So that that was fantastic, right? But for someone who is afraid to show that part, those parts of them and, and to show up a little bit more and to show their faces or to get more personal in emails, what type of advice do you have for people like those? Yeah, I'd say first ask yourself, what are you comfortable doing? You know, is it a photo of you? Um, if that feels more realistic than stories, face to camera type of thing, start with that. Um, so start kind of gauging like that level of comfort first and then taking action from there. Um, and then seeing if you can push on that a little more because the more personality you show with your audience, the stronger that connection is going to be, the more people are going to engage with you. Your business is going to start to get noticed. Momentum's going to start to come through. Um, so I'd also remind you that like the more you show up, the chance, the higher chances of your business growing will become, you know, like your business is also you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of us, um, struggle with how much of me do I share when I have my business and I'm the founder, but I also want there to be like a professional front. Feel. Um, yeah. 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 And again, like seeing how comfortable you are in, in what you share. Um, but also reminding yourself like that is really what's going to attract people because people care about that stuff. Like, especially in this day and age, you know, people want to connect with you. And I'm one of those people who when before I work with someone, if there is no online presence, if there is no Instagram personal presence, for example, Instagram is kind of like, um, a Google for me, to be honest, I find you and I, I scroll through several posts and I read, you know, view stories before I even consider working, working, uh, uh, reaching out to you. Mm-hmm. Same goes you. for your customers. Like they're going to do their homework before they mm-hmm. take any action to message you or right. book a call. Right. Um, yeah. And and so- just your logo and just, you know, some corporate photos or your logo and just some photos where I don't see any of you, I can guarantee you I'm moving on to the next, to the next search. Yeah. yeah they're not gonna, they're not gonna go searching for, to find the yeah. face behind the, you the need person. to make it easy. Uh, you know, I shouldn't have to be searching for your face. Um, uh, on, you know, in your brand, I will move on to the next person. So, but you know, and we're not saying that you should go out there and tell people all your business, right? We're not, we're not asking for that. Rachel's laughing. You can't see her, but (laughs) I'm not asking you to spill the tea, but you know what? At least start with what, how do you take your coffee? Right. In the mornings, do you take it with cream or do you take it with, you take it black or do you prefer coffee or tea? You know, I'm sorry. If you prefer tea, that's fine. Or ask your audience, do you prefer coffee or tea? Start yeah. with that. Yeah. Something that feels like you're still sharing a little bit about you, but you're not going into what you mm-hmm. ate for dinner last night, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then build up 
to the point where you talk about what you ate for dinner last night. It does not happen like that overnight. Okay. Mm -hmm. Many of us had the opportunity when we, especially we were talking a little bit about stories on, let's talk about Instagram stories. Um, I had the opportunity to start on TikTok, not TikTok. I'm sorry. Snapchat. Okay. years ago, back in, I don't know, 2015 or something like that, right? So I started on Snapchat years ago before Instagram stories came about. And so I got more comfortable over there before I came to Instagram stories. So by the time Instagram stories came out, you know, I was already building my no life and trust factor. Mm -hmm. And you find that the more you build the better you become, the more you share. And if you're not doing it, you know, you're not doing that, you know, being pulled, kicking and screaming. It's a natural progression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with emails. The more emails you send, the more you start to speak in your voice, the is a natural progression that you start to share more and become more relatable. Do you find that too? Definitely. Yeah. And I'd also even go to say like, when I first started getting on stories, I would re-record myself because it never felt quite right. And then I'd spend way too much time doing a story that was supposed to be five minutes of my day. Mm-hmm. And I, like you were saying, the more you do it, the less you're going to be re-recording and you're going to just post it as is because that's who you are. And you know, people want to see that versus like a polished version of who, who you think you should be, right? Right. Yeah, it'll become Love easier it. for sure. Let me tell you, I see so many marketers with that polished version and I'm not, you know, you do you, right? I love it. If that is authentically you every single day and if you sleep in your pearls, great. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a real thing, right? Like it's a thing. So if you, you know, if you sleep in your pearls and that's you, great, but that's not me. And, you know, I will show, you know, some polished versions because that is authentically me, but I will show some versions where it's not polished and, and, and that's fine too, because that is also authentically me. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. The same way. I like, you're going to work with people who want to be around that, you know, you're going to attract people who want to be around that. And that's a good thing. Like you don't want to work with people. You might not want to work with the people who only expect polished professional all day every day you know they might not be your people and that's good your people and one of one of the stories i've seen you done recently is you showed a version of your messy office and then you did a did a before i'm yeah before and after you had the messy version and the clean version and that was so relatable oh yeah It looks like that most of the time. It rarely looks like the clean version, you know? But if you only show the clean version every single time, people will not be able to relate to you. Right. Right? Okay. And so, so which brings us back now and ties it all in, folks, to say when we talk about storytelling, much like how when we talk about authenticity, people automatically put those things into a box. Like when we talk about storytelling, we're not asking you to go saying, okay, once upon a time, that's not the kind of story that we want you to tell. Sometimes the story looks as simple as you cleaning up your office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right? It yeah. looks as simple as you making your coffee and realize you ran out of cream and what fresh mm-hmm. hell is this on this Monday morning, right? And yeah. you showing your struggle and frustration. Sometimes your story is, is that, Yeah. right? It doesn't have to be completely polished. So 
use storytelling as much as you possibly can in your email marketing, in your social media marketing, show up and show out. And what else do we got for the people, Rachel? I think if, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and if you are not already a uh, part of the audience growth and marketing uh, Facebook group that I have, you should absolutely go and join that group now because Rachel and I just got off of that lot, got off of a live in that group and we lay down the gauntlet for a little over an hour, Rachel. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lit conversation and we nice. yeah, so we went a little bit deeper into storytelling for email marketing and social media over there. So I'll put the link in the show notes uh, for you to uh, go listen in on that. And all right. So Rachel, that was fantastic. Um, thank you for stopping by and sharing those gems with us. Where can people find you? Thank, firstly, thank you for having me. This has been an amazing conversation. Um, people can find me on Instagram at Rachel A. Leslie, and my website is rachellesley.co. And I look forward to connecting with you guys. Yes, go connect with Rachel. I will put information in the show notes as well so you can find it there. Uh, thank you again, Rachel. It has been wonderful. Thank you for recording this podcast with me, and thank you for. Uh, doing the live on the in the Facebook group. That was fantastic, I have to say. And I look forward to collaborating on other things together. Same. Thanks, Nicole. Anytime. Thank you, Rachel. Bye. Bye.